Uh, my name is Matt Hyman. Uh, my wife, Christina, and I have been at Redeemer for, I think we're starting our seventh year. Uh, we have two kids. Finley is three. Uh, Judah is a little over one. Um, uh, my wife currently stays home uh, with our two kids. And uh, I work at UAB. I'm an attending um, ER doc there. Within emergency medicine, kind of my sort of academic niche is um, international emergency medicine and global health, which is kind of parlayed in pretty significantly with this past spring and um, late winter and spring with kind of the arrival of COVID and sort of it was on our radars, you know, a lot earlier than March um, and kind of saw this coming maybe not the degree that it was coming uh, or had the potential to, but uh, anyway, it was on our radars. So there's been a lot of highs and lows to this season. Um, I think it's easy to talk about the lows. Maybe I should force myself to talk about the highs first. Um, there was a general respect and response that I feel like the American populace had like mid to late March, early April, the community, there was a groundswell that really supported healthcare workers, especially people that are kind of obvious frontline people. Um, you know, like we were having meals arriving to the ER, like for lunch and dinner. I mean, no one's bought me a meal in the ER ever. No one's ever had a good day ever in the ER. Uh, and But there was community support. There was uh, a general understanding of like, I'm gonna go to the ER for some true emergency. If not, they are like, they're up to their eyeballs and dealing with something bad. And so I'm just gonna support them in any way that I could. Um, that was a really great experience. That was a high. Um, the lows probably, unfortunately, like outweigh it a lot. Uh, for me, my work uh, never slowed down. I continued to go to like night shifts and um, and evenings and mornings and continued to plug away. Yet the stress of work kind of like mounted much higher. Um, we're trying to like respond to an evolving enemy that we didn't really fully under, understand, couldn't really characterize, didn't know how our response would be. And so our response was constantly changing. And I know it was changing for a lot of people, so I don't think I'm on an island there, but just a different protocol every single day, another like email of like, we're gonna do that, everything we did yesterday, we're gonna do completely different, you know, I'm stressed. People are still looking at my numbers of like, you know, how many people do you see? What are you doing? This and that and being responsible for my time. And yet the whole time there's this underpinning of like the risk that I'm putting myself in, um, doing the highest risk procedures of putting people on ventilators and, um, and the risk to my family that I like bring home. One of my closest friends, like, for a period of a few months, he's sleeping in his own basement while his wife and three kids are upstairs for months. <laughs> I live in a small house. There is no spare bedroom. There's no, there's no guest 
quarters for me to go to. Like a little human occupies every room within the house. And uh, and so I think for me, it uh, it's just like, it's just been a dark season of, you know, my own parents can't see their grandkids for five months because I'm your highest risk friend you've ever met <laughs> um, is it, it, you know, it just, it wears on you. Uh, and then, you know, the, not having the normal outlets of the library story times, the like, you know, mom's day out, day school, preschool, um, friend hangouts, the throw all your kids in a playroom and close the door kind of thing. Like, it'll just wear on you. And um, I think one of the things that COVID has done has, or this season, I, I'll say in general, has just eroded a sense of security in a lot of in a lot of ways. Um, jobs aren't always secure. Um, your own health through your work, which you shouldn't fear that at all, um, gets eroded when there's concerns over whether there's going to be PPE or not. What is my own sense of security um, for my provision for my family? Um, what is my professional sense of um, like professional sense of worth and yeah so I, I think COVID has been like this silent thief in questioning a lot of these things along the way you've had to question this has been a season of pruning for me for my family um, you know each season I keep I keep wondering God like how are you going to keep teaching me through each of these seasons. I thought marriage was a whopper. <laughs> I thought um, having a kid and um, the changes that that brought was something. Two, obviously, now you went from zone to like man to man. Um, and now you put two kids in a 1,200 square foot house in Crestwood with a pandemic where they can't see their friends. Is God, is he trying to prove something? <laughs> um, God, I, I, I guess I'm left at the place by saying like he loves us too much to keep us where we were. Must be. Yeah. He wants us to, to move someplace. Um, to be drawn in to realize like the strength, the like sinew of our like bones, like just it, it won't hold us together. Or like my fortitude has like a distinct end point. Um, I can no longer just buck up and try harder and do more and put more on your shoulders. You just can't like it, it ends somewhere where your strength runs out and you're left just grappling with the situation around you and asking, crying out to God, just like be present, like be here, please save us. So, you know, what is our hope? 
in life and death. It's Christ. I, you know, the season has just said, like, we live for something far beyond here, beyond these walls, beyond this life, beyond the creature comforts, um, beyond the relationships that we have here. We live for the other side, for like an, an eternal existence like with Christ. Um, I think God is always faithful. Like he by definition can do anything that he wants and remain faithful to himself because he, he's true to his own character. Like he cannot contradict himself. I'm no theologian. I am not like well-learned in these things, but I just, by definition, he writes the rules and I have a hard time through this season understanding where all like God has been faithful. Um, but I don't write his rules and he is justified in himself. Um, I think that because I entered the world not being owed anything because of my own sin and my need for Christ, that every day he's given me enough to like <laughs> make it through a shelter in place with two kids at home has been faithfulness. I think every conversation that's been difficult to have and work through um, with my wife and and grappling with like our marriage and pressure and stress and home life, every time we've made it to the other side of that conversation, um, that's God's faithfulness. His reminder of my own mortality and that my hope isn't in like this physical body um, or its strength or its ability to endure or its ability to fight off viruses or um, or sustain one more day is God's faithfulness. His reminder that like my hope is in like all my eggs are in the basket of the life to come. I have so few <laughs> hopes of what we have here. Like everything is in the life to come of being with God, um, praising his name continually, being uh, humbled before him by having an ounce more of understanding like who he is, um, just having a bit more of height of perspective. Um, that's his faithfulness to like pull on eternal strings, um, to realize that you are not made from you may have been made from like the dust of the earth, but you're not of this world. Um, that's God's faithfulness. 